Ebo. Welcome to Nollywood Film Club Podcast. I am Mr. C of Eureka Critic and your presenter. Uh, oh my God. Uh, well, this is a change for from 19. Oh yeah, happy 20th episode. Wow, 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 wow. Um, yeah, all right. So I guess for the 20th discussion of this podcast not spaces um we've had a lot more than that um film club members gave this film quite a roasting um last time we had two hours almost two hours of the good and this time we 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 don't have half an hour so um yes quite a big difference um in this but Always a fun discussion. Um, I, I really don't dislike this film as much as the film club members. Um, I, I'm not in love with it, as you'll probably hear. But, uh, geez, the roasting this film got. Well, I'm just going to let you enjoy Nollywood Film Club discuss Hey You. All right. Anyway, welcome to Nollywood Film Club. Uh, this is a space where we discuss Nollywood films every Sunday. And uh, today we are discussing Hey You. We will be discussing the good, the bad, and then we'll do a nice tidy summary afterwards. Um, so our first speaker today, Vanessa, tell us some of the things you liked about um, Hey You. Um, uh, okay. Oh, wow. I, I struggled with finding things to like about this film, so I'm going to be really short. Um, yeah, five minutes. Use it. Five <laughs> minutes. Use um, it. Efe. Efe. What's her surname? Irele. That's right. She's gorgeous. Her face card will never decline. She's a beautiful, beautiful girl. It was nice to see her on my screen. Um... Her beauty helped carry me through this, even though I don't know if that was sustainable. Um, what else did I like? Um, it's not like a strong like, but her Nika, the wedding dress, the Nika wedding outfit was nice, I guess. It looked pretty enough. Um, I've always sort of had issues with how wedding dresses are done in Nollywood, but this one wasn't bad, so it's whatever. Um... It's not a like per se, but I just want to give the filmmakers their props um, for building a whole bootleg OnlyFans website. Um, there was a lot of effort that went into building that, so I guess kudos to them. And that's it for me. Okay, no, uh, FA, yes, very, very um, pretty pretty um human being and i did think that that the, a lot of effort did go into it and there, there were a lot of things that they did right um you know as one of the guys that tends to notice some of the technical stuff um it's nice seeing even like the reflection um the reflection from the screen like matching matching so the lights reflection so, so like when it had that pink light like it's what is actually on 
on the person who's using the computer is is pink, which is nice. Like it because sometimes people just use a green screen because that's easy to um, key on onto. So it's nice to see them putting effort. And yes, they some effort was gone into building the things. I, I imagine you might have some reservations for some details about the website, given just the way you said it. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed those things too. All right. Uh, thanks. That was, you didn't use all your six minutes there, but yes. Okay. Um, Ayinka, go on, give, give us the things you liked about Hey You. Um, I kind of fell asleep, but okay. Um, I, the drawing part, I'm a, I want to put it about, I see the effort that goes into some of the production side of the movie like the pre-production part and maybe so also the post-production side of the movie. And I think that's a good thing. And I think that they executed, if you remove some of the production parts, some of the things, for instance, for example, I'll use an example, is the, the part where the cartoon was coming and then the on the wall and I guess in his imagination it was something that is executed lovely if you remove it from the vacuum from if you put it in a vacuum without doing the context of what the movie is saying or what is in the movie and the story for its own sake it was wonderful and there were many other production sort of decisions that are like oh for its own sake that is wonderful I'm glad that in Nigeria, we can do that, even though I already know that we can do that. I don't. But yeah, I am, that, that work is not easy. So I am, I am glad that that work was done. Um, yeah, pro, um, production design. Okay. The girl's room and the guy's room, it's not unique, but good work. The pink, I like the fact. Oh, the costume. She is consistently, almost, almost consistently put put in pink, which is like an actual. The the costume designer had to have like or an actual thought and intention of like of what they think that character is and is supposed to give up the character of her. Um, they did do some things to indicate to give us like short short references that um of for instance we get that he's a nerd because he's wearing glasses um it is something i guess it is something um i don't want to seem con <laughs> um it's just hey this is a nigerian movie about um fetish no it's dealing with sex ish it's dealing with sex ish points for breaching topic um yeah it's good good enough cinematography it's not too it's not too um outlandish it's not outlandish. It's not. It's not bad. It's not good. It's not. It's so. It's average points. Um, I like some of the outfits she was wearing. 
Congratulations on putting out the movie. B that's it. I I'm pretty sure there's more. I can't think of it right now. So okay, no, I mean, like, and you you did that in five five and a bit minutes. That's well done. Um, for people just coming on, yes, we are doing experimenting with some time limits, but uh, it's not like time limit, time limit. We're just you're just speaking six minute batches, and if there's more, we come around. All right, Mel, um, tell us some of the things you like. You have six minutes. Mel, are you there? Okay, yes, all right. I am. I'm sorry. I was busy booing you, and I forgot to unmute myself. Um, so I didn't have a lot of likes. Um, I did not. But I I would I agree with Oin Khan that the the animation I guess sequence on the wall was really nice. I think it went really well with the song um, choice at that moment. I th I thought that that was one of the just if you isolate that I thought that that was just really really nice. Um, it would also be in my bag because I thought that the the way that it was set up and the way that it um, continued from that, I, I didn't. Mm -mm. Um, but if you isolate just that moment, I really enjoyed it. Um, F.A. really is really pretty. Um, I especially liked her when she was being barefaced. Um, I feel like, um, yeah, so I, I, I think another like that I have is the representation of neurodivergency with the with the boy at the orphanage. Um and I think that, that that's that's about it for me. Those are my likes. Thank you. Okay. Another short one. You guys are not making most of your six minutes, so thank you. All right. Um that's interesting. I, yeah, I actually also felt the same about that VFX um, on the wall. Um, it was it was nice. Uh, out of context, it's like a nice clip to show. Uh, in the movie, it feels a little off, a little wonky, and not quite in tune, but we're in the good. So let's keep our spirits up. Keep, keep, keep our spirits up. Stop speaking from far. Um. So, uh, who do we have next? Uh, Elizabeth, please tell us the things you liked about here. You, you do have six minutes. Six minutes. That's a lot. Um, so, what do, I what do I like? Oh, first thing I noticed, the production design. I think um, that's one thing that sort of, like, stands out sometimes. Now, does it fit all the time? Maybe not, but is, is the thought that counts, Abby? It's just, like, very different. Like, her room, his room. I have a problem with the lighting, but that would be bad. But for all intention and purposes, everything looks colorful when it's being. Um, the orphanage, I like the walls. The, what else are, like, effortless place I, I, I feel she's so nice and she has this innocence when she wants to like Mel mentioned her bare face right um but like I think that's all for me yeah thank you all right okay 
more more praise for FX FX face. It's a great thing. Uh yeah, it's just oh god. This is gonna be a rough one. All right. Didn't quite use your six minutes either. All right, Atas, please give us um you already know I'm not gonna come close to six minutes because that's just FA is really pretty, so that's great. Um, I thought she did a good job in relation. I think she, I thought she did a good job of embo- embodying the sexy and the sweet um, that her character had to do. Uh, her her um, face alone. What is it called again? Alone something. Her scenes, though, on the webcam. Um, fans alone. Yeah, fans alone. Mm. Wasn't as, wasn't cringy or as, it wasn't cringy. Let's just leave it at that. Um, I thought the child actor that played uh, Emmanuel, I liked him. And I liked, I think, the character that I thought he was embodying. Oh, boy. <sighs> Um, I believe in you. Yeah, <laughs> I just I thought it was a, a fun um, interpretation of sex work. It, it didn't feel as judgy, I think, as Nigerian movies tend to go mm-hmm. when it comes to anything sex related. Um, but that's it. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, that that that's. It's quite quick, 17 minutes. Uh, Miss, Mrs. C, is that everyone? That's everyone. All right, Mrs. C. Well then. Um, okay, so what did I like? I'm going to join everybody and say Effie's face. Ugh. Beautiful, beautiful face. Um, it's a beautiful face. But also, yes, I'm repeating, I'm going to reiterate that I think she did really well playing Girl Next Door and playing sexy, and it's like, eh, I can buy as the girl next door, you know, who is sexy. So I think that worked. I wish they had marketed her sex appeal leading up to the film, you know, because they decided to go the sex route, but whatever. Why um, do you wish that? I don't know, man. I don't know, because of how they decided they wanted to market, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I think she was pretty. I think I, I really, I did like her. Um, someone had a lot of fun shopping for costumes, Um because there were a lot, I swear, there was like a montage, costume montage at some point, yeah. So someone had a lot of fun shopping for those costumes, so that was nice. Um, what else? Uh, they put work into the Fans Alone website, so that was nice. Um, I did like the animation. I don't think it was for this film, but I did think it was cute. Um, it was a cute little animation that was nice. Oh, yeah, so the opening sequence... Um, not the opening opening sequence but okay i'll say something about that too i liked the idea of them having a man there while she was doing the dance um like depicting how the guys see themselves right so she's doing her little dance in her own little room and you you've given yourself mr big sexy dark horse and you're picturing yourself as big sexy dark horse that she's dancing on i liked that but i liked the um the parallel getting ready um, with the music in the background because that was very, very rom-com. That was just typical textbook rom-com, which I liked. I thought that was cute. What should I do? 
what else? I think there was a story in there somewhere. What's going on? Good thing. Okay. Yeah, it's a good thing. Right. In there somewhere. In there. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, okay. Um, I have a few things that I liked about this. Um, uh, jumping off uh, the sort of split screen thing that Mrs. C was talking about that is supposed to be rom-com. Um, you know, I like that they used it well uh, and they used it a couple of times. I think they used it both uh, for introducing the characters and they used it for breaking up the characters. It's one part of the editing that I think um, that sort of shines through. Um, um, people have spoken about that VFX. I've, I think I've mentioned that I feel exactly the same way in terms of, yeah, books more as a standalone. Um, I think Timmy has good moments. I really do. Um, almost outstanding moments where I don't see Timmy in there. And he has, yeah, he has some of those in there. Um, I liked the, uh, there's a club scene, or well, party, I think she called it a party, but like it's in club and there's playing music and they're all shouting. And I'm like, yeah, uh, you guys can hear that there's music and they're having to shout to each other. So I, I liked that. Um, I think there are a couple of decent, <laughs> decent gags in this. Um, it's, it's just, this is the good side. How do we talk about some some of the good? Okay, I think there are a couple of decent gags in this. Um, I wish the movie had centrated it or like emphasized that this is meant to be funny. Or if it's not, then oh god. Um, but like uh, there are a couple of decent gags in there. I'm thinking about the podcast. Uh, well, when he, you know somebody comes knocks on his door and switching to like a a wellness podcast or something. I thought that was um, funny. I think there's a moment where I think he realizes, you know, the moment he, he takes her to her room and, you know, realizes it's it's her room and he drops her. I thought that was funny. Um, yeah. Is that, have I said, have I said everything? Oh, the coloring in this. Um, this is the second time I have said I really like the coloring and I've checked who the colorist was and it's Nii. So Nii might be one of my favorite colorists, which is something that I'm, I'm happy I get to give him flowers intentionally, like with my full chest. Because I think there's something in there and I don't, you know, because I guess I criticize, I've criticized him a lot in the past. So I'm happy that I actually get to uh, do that. So yes, that that was um that was that's that's my good. Um, just checking on Fida to see if she's coming on or not to see her. But if not, we will be moving to the bad. Just in case you're listening, you could. Um, oh yeah, we're getting Fida. But if in case you're listening in, and in case you want to um. Uh, in case you want to, what do you call it? Tweet. Uh, tweet under the... Can you call... What's this? What's this called? Space. 
tweet <laughs> respond reply to the space you can use the hashtag nollywood film club um you can also review this on nolly data i think by the time you're listening to this you'll be able to review it on nolly data i think it's up i've certainly submitted it okay um fida please tell us some of the things you like and then we shall start going to the things we don't like okay hi um, these are a few of my likes. I liked some shots. I liked some of the outfits that Caramel Spice wore. And I liked some of the lights in some scenes. Thank you. Oh, okay. Nice. Yes, actually, I will, I'll, I'll pick in of that very short list from Fida. Uh, I'd like to say that I liked some of the camera movements, a couple. Um, going, my mind is going to, there are times where I, so the VFX part was one of them, but like there's a way in which the camera like sort of follows Timony from being sat down to up and then to the knock on the door. Um, and then I said, well, I think during the breakup, there's a way the camera sort of does a thing uh, that feels uh yes that feels right for all the shots that it's trying to convey i think there are other couple of camera movements in there as well that are decent it's not enough for me to go this was good cinematography but there are a couple of moments in there so yes okay all right that yeah okay that's i guess that's all our good um remember oh wait sorry somebody has sent in um Somebody has sent in the uh, likes. Um, all right, likes. Okay, that face really pretty. Jesus. You guys do me too. Um, her room looks nice. Woman at the orphanage acted well. Yeah, uh, I, I think I kind of agree with those. Also, actually, one thing I'd like to give Antil credit for is for making these sets. In fact, not just making the sets, I think somebody sort of touched on this. I think it was um, Inka who said um, about daring to put these things, um, uh, daring to put these things on, on like in in the cinema. I think it's good. We should always we should chip away at some of the uptightness in Nigeria, and I like that this did to do that. Um, regardless of what I think about it in general, uh, I think it was bold. I also commend people for making sets. I think it's something that they've been encouraging. It doesn't always look great, but I think it looks fine for the most part. There's some parts of that room that do look like a bit of cardboard, but they put it, yeah, they put in effort uh, to design it. And I kind of want to encourage that because we don't often do that uh, well enough because like we're at, you know it shows when we get into all these uh, all these homes that it feels like we're rotating like six rich people's homes and to be shooting inside of so yes I enjoyed I, I hope until keep uh, making sets and you know just get better at it as well keep improving kudos all right Let's move on to the things that we didn't think uh, worked. All right, who do we start with? Let's start with Taz. 
You do have six minutes. Yeah, usually it does. So I don't imagine this is going to be a problem, but go on. Anyways. <laughs> um, while there was a good idea and interesting, potentially interesting story somewhere in there, it just did not come out from wherever it was in. Um, the story that is presented on the screen is bad. The dialogue is bad. The actors are mostly stiff. The lighting, I never noticed lighting or anything technical in my life, but the lighting is so intense. I don't understand why. Um, the subtitling wasn't great. Um, and then, you know, the characters themselves, they either have no motivation at all for doing the things that they're doing or just very sloppily thrown together ones. People were just doing things to do them. Um, and the characters are all very inconsistent. One of my bigger ones is that Bianca's character is inconsistent. Um... And she seems to do things just to get the move the plot along. Um, she's a sex worker and she establishes that she's only doing this because of the needs of the orphanage, because, you know, that's the only real reason that exists. And for the rest of the movie, she's portraying sweet, um, quiet, just like real Mother Theresa type, dressing like a church usher the whole movie, except for when she's dancing. And so I find it very odd that she's going out with her neighbor for the like first time when they go to the club, and that's the dress she chooses. Um, and it's just so revealing of her identity that it doesn't make any sense because how many people could possibly have that tattoo? And um, that bothers me throughout the movie because it's conveniently set up just for him to find out, even though it's useless because he could have just found out when she came to when he dropped her off um, at her room, which also is another thing that is neither here nor there because she's a sex worker. Everybody sees her background. And so unless she never has any friends or family come over, I find it hard to believe that no one has recognized her, or recognized her very unique space behind her. Um, so there's that. The friend, uh, the guy's friend, I can't remember his name, the main character's friend, one of the main character's friend, who... With, with you know, the people, is it Larry? Larry, I guess. He's the one playing the rapist. Like, there's no explanation for why he's doing the things he's doing. Like, one moment, you're talking about a startup, and then he is betraying them, which I guess is a thing that happens that doesn't really need a reason other than jealousy. But then he's also about this person who tracks this woman down and rapes her on camera for no reason other than because she dances on the camera and it just doesn't make sense. It's not in line with anything he's ever done up to or anything we found out about him up to that point. Um, and so if I do this for the rest of the day, every single character, um, I will probably spend longer than six minutes for the first time in my life speaking. It's just that every single character is inconsistent. To many, to playing the same version, you know, that it's the nerd thing he's doing is so annoying. And it's the same thing that um, Effa did in A Ninja Christmas. And it's almost like they were directed by the same person. The whole pushing out the glasses, sniffling like you have a cold or you're doing crack. Like it just, 
I don't get it. And then half the time, Timothy forgets he's doing that. And he's back to like his regular self. And then he like remembers mid scene that, oh, wait, I'm actually, I'm actually a nerd. Um, and it was just a lot of inconsistencies in the characters um, for me and not enough romance even for me to try to overlook the things that were happening. I think they tried to distract with sex because sex does sell. And, you know, she was good sexually, like in her presentation. Her dance was fun in her little music video, but it, the romance just doesn't come off anywhere. There's no chemistry between her and Tamini necessarily. There's no chemistry between her and her ex-almost husband. Um, and finally, the way all the tropes are thrown together without any rhyme or rhythm upsets me greatly that I was so certain it was a parody because while else would you be doing all of these random things for no reason if not to make fun of rom-coms? But apparently it's not a parody. So, good luck to everyone involved. All right, thanks. It has that was six minutes. Bang, bang on. All right, okay. So one of the things, uh, but as a test is the characterizations, and I think she goes as far as nearly all of the characters. Um, which, honestly, I I share, I share, I share that sentiment. Um, it did feel like. It felt like Efe was whatever the script needed her to be at yeah. that time. It didn't feel like there was a personality trait that went through all all these three different characters she wanted to show. So yeah, um, I feel feel you on that. All right, uh, Fida, do you want to tell us some of the things that you didn't like? Okay, um, the story, the dialogue. Um, the shots of Abel touching himself, I didn't feel like I needed to see that. Um, the attempted rape scene was so confusing. I kept asking why that had to happen. Um, the way the billionaire guy was introduced was also so odd. And then the whole thing of him proposing marriage and the subtle way we sort of knew that he already knew that she was Caramel Spice. I just felt like I didn't understand that. Um, the scene that was weird was the scene in which Dark Knight was talking to Caramel Spice and he got upset at something she said and he was like that she should strip, that that's what he's paying her for. That switch was a bit weird. And not only that, yeah, right? And like the the fact that that had to happen was actually very sickening because you could tell that Abel kind of like switched from liking her to also judging her and wanting to like vilify her for what she was doing. But that's something that he was also um, getting pleasure from. It was quite disgusting because... Obviously, with that switch of that something of something as small as that to tell her to strip, and she did, and she did end up stripping and saying, "Don't race me down." I just felt so violated by that scene, especially because there was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing that covered it afterwards. It was just a scene that happened, and that was even more disturbing because why did it have to happen? So that was one part. Another part was when after they had sex, um, the time when she now found out that he knew that she was Caribbean Spice, and then he said something like why are you talking like this? Do you know that I should have, should have even paid you for the sex that we had last night? Is that not what I've been doing? In my mind, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why is this guy switching from, you know, fake nice guy that loves her to guy that is also like all these other guys that feel like they're entitled to caramel spice because she's putting herself out there online, you know? Do you hate yourself for actually paying her for something that gives you pleasure? And like, now nah, you feel like you can hold that over her. I didn't get it. And I didn't get the whole thing of 
holding on to the fact that he knew her identity for that long. Like, what game was being played? Like, what was the storyline around that? I didn't get it. I didn't understand the whole... That scene where um, they went to the Larry guy or whatever his name was, the rapist, the attentive rapist. That scene where they were talking about her and everything... Like, and then they use it to get um, him, his confession. Are you telling me that it's just him being fired that is his, um, that is his um, consequence? Like, nothing else happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, something else caught on, on camera. And I felt like there was just this vibe of, I don't know, I, I didn't check whether, who, who wrote it, whether it was a man, whether it was a woman that directed it. I felt this vibe of, you're trying to attack a woman. There's this thing of trying to vilify a sex worker while trying to give this image of not trying to do that. Do you get me? Like, when um, Stan Inze's character came in and you could now tell afterwards that he was playing along to try and catch this guy to confess, just all the words they were saying, they were derogatory and disgusting. And there was no something for that. And I, I didn't finish the film because I think after that scene, I was just a bit irritated. But, like, after skipping to just the end I saw that they ended the scene with them kissing in the rain and I asked myself I said what would make um is her name Bianca what would make F.A.'s um, character want to go back to Timini's character after everything that has happened I don't understand like it's not even a romantic film it's a disgusting film I'm so sorry about that like it was you made it I felt like you made something to try and make people excited about sex, but it was not even done in a tasteful, classy manner. It was done in a way where the woman was who you were attacking for no reason. And, like, you now made it still seem like she now went back to Abel. Why wouldn't I be with a fucking billionaire when, you know, I can be enjoying that, as opposed to a guy that had a friend or a colleague want to rape me? I'm not, I'm not understanding that. And why are you ending the scene with them kissing in the rain? Like, you're trying so hard to be foreign, but it's not really giving what it's supposed to give. So that's all my dislikes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, uh, I, I feel you on, especially the sexual assault. I think it was as much earlier in the year where I think I brought up Nollywood's use of sexual assault in films and how they're, they're usually haphazardly done. And I remember... Uh, someone, someone, a filmmaker attacking me on that, but uh, it, it is it is very strange to see that it it just keeps on going on. Um, clearly, the rom- romance did not work for you, Fida, and I, I I don't I don't um don't blame me to be honest. Um, there's certainly some very iffy parts. There there's things that um go slightly on address like I think Timoney's switch that you know the thing that you complain about that he does and honestly F.A. kind of does it as well F- Bianca's Bianca's not F.A. Bianca does it as well I think during that scene Bianca is like oh you so you pay money for sex which is like I, well, like you know, I can't remember I can't remember how she framed it but she mm-hmm. was uh, um, having a go at him for for doing that, which was it seemed very weird, and you know, it, that's when he went, "Oh, that's rich coming, righteous coming from you," or something like that. Um, it's weird how I, I remember, I, I remember when I went to the premiere. One of the things that I got from me was like, "This movie is not as progressive as it thinks it mm-hmm. is." Uh, that was one of my takeaways. But uh, thanks for sharing, Fida. Um, Vanessa, do you want to tell us um, some of the things you didn't like about this? 
Uh, sure. One of the things is a bit, it's putting it a bit mildly, but I will try to keep it brief. Um, yeah, this film was cringe. And I genuinely just take immense offence at anyone saying this has a semblance that this was a rom-com or a romantic film of any sort. Were there tropes thrown in there plus the kitchen sink? Yes. But not by any stretch of the imagination was this a romance. Um, I think I think they, they sacrificed a lot of whatever semblance of a story there was in there. Because, I mean, there's something in there that could have made for a really good romance. <clears throat> um, but they sacrificed a lot of that for trying to be sexy, which they still didn't end up executing right. Um, and this has nothing to do with if it, if it was brilliant, she was beautiful, she was gorgeous in it, she looked great in the lingerie. Um, but they spent so much time on the sex of it all that that the characters and everything in the film, including their leads, just felt like plot devices, stuff to move the plot along, whatever plot there was. Um, because these people didn't feel like people. How is your main character a sex worker who apparently only does it because she's Mother Theresa, um, but is also self-hating? I, I, I don't know. Why is she judging someone who pays her for a job that she apparently is proud of doing, except she's not proud of doing the job? It's like, how do you, how do you write that character? And there are ways to write that nuance. But there was no nuance in this. And I think, I think that's the, the main baseline for this film. There was a lack of nuance. And I hate to break it to you, Fida. It was directed by a woman who... I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm genuinely I'm sorry because... because written and directed. Written wow. and directed, oh, Fida. Wow. I'm so sorry to break it to you. I'm so sad. Honestly, it's sad because you would think that... But then again that's giving people too much credit but a lot of it just felt judgmental like remember how last week we were talking about how Aimo Fair just told people stories without judging them for things that they did and just showed them as people and then you go from that to this where <laughs> they're obviously just judging these people throughout this entire thing it's like okay case in point the 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 Billionaire boyfriend. In fact, I'm going too far. Sorry. I, I know I, this is six minutes to see. This is hard because I have to go on a tangent a bit. What was the meat cute? If this was a romance, what was the meat cute that Nepa took lights? Um, didn't they? I think they. they um, that was the meat cute. Now Nepa took lights and she uh, went to his house to yeah. go and charge her phone and laptop. Uh, um, How is that? What, 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 what's going on? And then. How do you have multiple scenes of 90s Nollywood romances of them going to the beach and a whole montage and we don't know anything about this 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 character to the point that apparently she had a whole boyfriend somewhere and you just brought the boyfriend halfway through the film. You didn't set up any of these characters. There were no introductions for these characters. 
it just felt like on her fathered mess because they were trying to portray sexy that ended up cringe and then there was no resolution but then again was there conflict because I, 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 I don't know it's like was there a head or tail for this film it's like I feel like the bare minimum it should be a beginning middle and end and it just felt like this was a continuous linear experience I don't know because how is she getting married how is he popping up no speech no I love you begging in the airport speech to justify kissing in the CGI rain like Sorry, I'm at a loss for words because this film, it really took all out of me to what I've been putting off. I'm Jenny, if not for film club, I had no intentions of watching this film because even the marketing of it was crass, was just, I, I don't know, it just all was icky. I feel like that's the takeaway from this film. It's an icky film. All right. That's why, however long you see, this is why t- this it took exactly 39 plus. Ah, it took exactly five minutes. So six minutes is plenty. But yes, I hear you. Um, uh, being icky, disorganized, and all of that. It's uh, at least at certain points for, for, for me. Um, the, I don't know whether I'd go as far as it's a whole incoherent mess but uh, all right <laughs> thanks there. um who is uh elizabeth do you want to tell us your issues with hey you i like can you hear me let me even start with that i'm even very happy that you use the word issues because see when i started this movie right because there was music in the beginning i was like yeah here we go but when I started this movie, when I started, first I hit the tech jargons in the beginning. I, oh, might, I guess your clients will use the right proper phone. I was like, what was that? Where did that line come from? Why would she say that line? But that was not even the problem. And then it goes, I'd say, oh, there is a way I can do it. I think it was going to start. Was it going to start making up for Android right there? Cause I was like, was you people did not have product manager, you 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 did not know what a process system you were. What like, what was that thing? Anyways, that's just tech speak. But still, I just felt like, okay, God, I'm going to know. I'm really going to dislike this movie because throughout this movie, every single thing, tech where it was a coder, the graphic design, something. I'm like, who wrote these things? And then there was one scene where it was telling another jargon like. What do you do? And you something interface gave me blah blah for blue chip. Oh my god, what is this word salad? But anyway, that was the first one of why I was like, you know what? It's just text speak, probably they got that wrong. And then I think the first part that put me off was when it was jerking off. I was I'm like, what is the most disgusting thing have I seen? Because how do I going to fall in love? Who, whose mind conceived this thing was the person that came to me like who thought whose fantasy was this who thought that look 
if it was a, if it was pretty woman, a man falls in love with an escort. Congratulations, and then they had to do whatever they did, they were in love. But there was just something like visually wrong with what I was saying. It, there, there was something. It's not even in the it's in the how untasteful it is. I don't think I want to fall in love with somebody who jerked off one time to my picture. It's just this. It's just the. Un, it's so uncomfortable for me. I think that was the first thing that just put me up. Like, what the hell is this movie? Their neighbors feel good, fantastic. But the prob another problem that shows here is this movie spent a lot of time majoring in minors. The production design, fantastic. It's not minor, but still, it was in the little details that I seemed as though, as though they spent so much time on the costumes, on the fans only website, on things. And then kudos, fantastic, great job, yay you. And then you just completely forgot that you need a story that works. Because why did your conflicts wake up and arrive at the one hour mark? Why did we see this, 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 um, what's it called? This, this fiance guy person. Honestly, what, when I got to that scene, I first paused this movie and said, who is this guy? I Honestly, I thought I missed it because I was playing in at the background and why trying to get some work done. So I thought, hey, God, maybe it's because I did not watch this movie. And I'm like, where did this man pop out from? So in all of this, where she's from, this family, she has this wealthy fiancé, ex-boyfriend, whatever. I think it was ex boyfriend just pop into her life and she was struggling financially and we don't even know why she okay i should not even get it because i wanted to walk my way through how horrible the storytelling and writing or what i how incoherent this thing is so and before all of that there was some form of falling in love happening that i, I did not see in fact when that animation popped out on the wall I mean, yeah, I like the fact that he draws things. It reminds me of there's this movie that had this Harry Potter dude. What's the name? Is he only you? No, that's only. There's a type, I can't remember, where his love interest, she used to draw, she doodles, she works for this company where she draws things. And, anyways, in that movie, she her doodles often just fly across and then, you know. But that's the way she, it was a form of, that, that's the way she processes. Her feelings like when she doodles and then doogie just flies around. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh, okay, um, cool." Apart from the fact that that was the first time that came, and that was when he realized he was in love with her, and there was still this huge disconnect because I was not falling in love alone with him. I'm like, "Okay, you just discovered because before then you discovered that she was the one tried to put her to go, oh my god this blah 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 I got to his bathroom oh she's the one next thing sat down there next thing oh this is the get out of oh I'm going to call her and tell her and tell her something so of all the things that was happening it was just so incoherent so when things were happening guys things were happening I just did not know what was happening 
And I'm like, oh, you know what? I started this film. Nobody will finish it for me. I'll finish it for myself. Then we got our conflict guy just come out in the middle of nowhere. This this ex-boyfriend guy who we did not see his brick pad, did not imagine that we existed, did nothing, just... we need. And again, this characterization, we need nothing about our family apart from the orphanage. We didn't know who she was. We didn't know if her family wanted her to marry. We didn't know anything about her. She could have just been dropped by a stop on earth. She could have been, she could have just been a steam. And we would not have known. But somehow this girl had a full-blown family that was ready to do marriage for her. Wedding, it was ridiculous. And then we found out that she belongs to this. And then the way they brought her motivation, sorry, I'm trying, I'm really trying to walk through my feelings here. And then her motivation crept up and the motivation was like, oh, I'm doing it for the orphanage. Like, girl, what are you doing for the orphanage? Why can't you just be somebody who enjoys being on uh, fans only? And I mean, they did show that, oh, maybe she, she didn't want to because she kept saying, please don't mark me down. Every time I hear this, tiny wimpy please don't please don't something me down oh please give me good reviews when i hear that i'm like ah abby maybe she's this babe that is desperately in need of money maybe family nothing and of all the things that she could have done where, which is not a problem again we shouldn't really but the point is why do you need that sort of motivation and at that time when you needed it because there's always motivation for things. In Pretty Woman, our motivation was that. And our motivation was not that, oh, I was so quiet. It, she started, she got into the job. She was doing it. She was from a family of whatever, like white trash. But the point is, every single time there is motivation, it should click, right? It sh just shouldn't jump out. So that's that. And then our other conflict was after they broke, hey, God, they broke up or whatever it is that they did up, then... Somebody came in, tried to struggle, and then he came. Oh my god, I'm like, this is so chaotic. All right, I love his friend. I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you. This is uh, hold it. I can't hold it. Okay, let me not talk about story. I do not like the music, it was not the right. Please don't make me come back because I have other things I want to do in my life. I don't, I, I did not like the music. It did not work. I did not like the conflict. His friend tried to sexually assault and nothing really happened to that nigga. No consequences. Please, I'm out. Then the ugly ass rain. I'm out. Bye. I didn't like this. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think um, Elizabeth likes this film. Okay, start away. Um, but yeah. All right. Um, Vanessa, we already spoken. I think you were. Sorry, speaking. I just want to have found the music thing because it was one of my dislikes and I forgot. Okay, okay, wait. Hold, hold on, hold on. We'll come, we'll do uh, second round. Not please, second, please, because that music, in All right. Um, uh, Mel, do you want to say some of the things that didn't sit with you? Oh, it's going to cause Cynthia to be honest, but. Cynthia's, Cynthia's network is gone. Uh, Mel, are you there? If you have I spoken, have I called Mel? I'm here. No, All I right, haven't done my dislikes yet. Right. Um, so my dislikes are there's too many. 
it's not organized in any way. Um, and I think this is a little bit, I guess, reminiscent of the film itself. Um, but I think that there's too many scenes that I just really, really, really disliked. Um, I think the opening, the opening scene of her um, dancing on the bare-chested, muscled guy. No, um, the the cake making, the baking. No. Um, the ring regarding the cake making uh, what do you think about the line you know, like uh, so why do you make uh, all these cakes and give it give it away for free or something um, as a as a line it felt like it might be double on Tundra. I'm wondering whether anybody else thought that or if it was just me I don't know for sure but I just this answer that I'm going to give you is it inside my six minutes or outside it? Is outside. Okay. What I th- I thought it came across as a double entendre too. I really did. Um, that's how I interpreted it anyway. Um. All right. Just wondering. Um, you can you can go ahead, please. Sorry, I interrupted. No problem. Um, but I just I, there's just too many scenes that I disliked. Um, I said I talked about the the animation, um, just the animation sequence that I thought was really beautiful, but it 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 was just I don't if if they set it up right, um, that could have been a really nice addition to a really beautiful love story, right? Because because the story that we have on the wall is so beautiful and the way that they look at him and and sort of say go get the girl right it's uh, there's something there but it amounts to nothing um and that's just super disappointing because why spend all this time animating that um only to waste it only to have it be let down by so the the things by themselves that i dislike um but that's besides the point. I think that my bigger my bigger grouse with the film is it seems to have an identity crisis. Um so it's not it's not even just a it it what is it I guess what is it saying problem. No, it's just what is it in general. Um are you a romantic comedy? There was no comedy um, there was no romance. Um, are you a drama? Like, ugh, it's just, what is it? Wrong. Don't do that. <laughs> Sorry, Mel, you, you're breaking up there. Can anybody, can anybody else hear Mel? No, I can't hear her. No, sorry, I'm breaking up. Um, all right. Whilst Mel hopefully um, comes back, uh, let's go to Cynthia. Cynthia, you didn't hear you good, so feel free to do that. So. Yeah, so what's this time limit? No, it's not going to work for me. What's 12 so minutes? Your time to ask about time limits. <laughs> God. Anyways, um oh yeah. 
I don't even know where I want to start from now. Why do you people give me time limits? Um, I wanted to start with where is Neo? Because usually when um and who releases film on streaming service, there's this push Neo gives to his movies that was like missing in AU. And I'm just announcing that I missed his tweets and I hope he's doing very well. Anyways, let me go to hey, um, AU. So it's now my time is starting now, please. <laughs> In the likes, um, for some reason, I think I actually like the intro with Efe and the good looking man. Um, I don't know if it was about how buff the guy was or if it was Efe's tattoo, but I kind of like the intro. Then um, I also find um, Tope, um, is it Olowoni Yon? I don't know. I, I think she's a very gorgeous woman. Um, I don't know about her, her acting, but I really, really love seeing her on the gowns she was wearing. She was really, really looking very good. Um, then I like the setup of the kids' classroom. So I'm calling it a classroom because um, the orphanage room where they met gave me a classroom vibe. Um, it was more of like the drawn houses, the trees, the color riots. I mean, as a kid's room and the posters for um, children. Then um, in terms of acting, it's only a fair really acting as Bianca and maybe um, a friend in the office, Zenab, the Miriam Peters um, lady. I don't know what the other people were doing. Okay, so now I'll try my dislikes. Um, my major problem with this movie was I don't know if it was no priority or poor priority. So the focus was on the sex scene, okay? Um, I need them to understand that we are not stupid. When we watch a movie and um, a scene is being more focused on, like we could, we can tell that probably if the movie was shot in seven days, that scene was probably shot in five days because everything was focused in that five minutes. Okay, and they just let um, the whole story fall apart because they just wanted to shoot a good sex scene. And it's not coming out in a lot of people's lives, and we don't get to appreciate it because the movie is one hour 44 minutes, and that five minutes is just five minutes. Okay, we need a story to make us appreciate everything you have put into. So that was a major problem with this movie. They had. Um, a poor priority or lack of priority. Then, for some reason, this is the first movie I opened and I just dislike the lighting and coloring. So I'm not really a technical person, but there was just something about the lighting of this movie, especially their rooms that made me scream artificial. Like I was just like, <clears throat> what's going on here? And I also find their rooms distracting. So I know probably they did a lot of work in their rooms, but especially Timini's room, anytime I see that transparent door, I I felt like it was in an office because it felt like an office divider. Even if his room, the lighting, I don't know. I find their room very distracting for some reason, even a dog and the empty um, plate of food. Then... Um, Another thing this movie did that pissed me off was the child actor Emmanuel. So um, it's not something, it's not like the actor was bad compared to a lot of Nollywood bad child actor. It's the fact that for some reason he had 
like roles to play and it was still in the background where uh, we had um people like Ebe, sorry, Ebe's friend and boss and Shei character showing up for showing up out of nowhere and being in the front. So this Emmanuel guy, which is the child actor, um it dropped two plots in the story, and for some reason, I still felt it was in the background. So it was the one that scattered Abel's bag that uh, made them find the art book that Abel um, was already um, drawing or had drawn Efe, sorry, Bianca. Ebe had drawn Bianca, and um, often that scene where it took his back to scatter, it was still in the background. I don't know how they did it, but I felt like it was driving a lot of plots in this movie and it was still in the background okay and um also when he was like crying and uh it was distressed and he moved to laughing when a best character came fell down with poster color of paints i don't know what happened to his face because any shows what happened to his face um he switched from distress to laughter was also not well executed. But I just felt that since he was the one driving like a, an important plot, like the thing that caused the first chaos, where the art book got missed in the orphanage, putting him in the background was kind of somehow for me. Then him appearing again and calling um, Bianca Caramel. I was like, are you a magician? <laughs> Are you a magician? Yes, he saw the drawing book, but even the mama saw the drawing book and did not think that the babe they were drawing was um, Bianca because the babe in the drawing book do not look like Bianca. So I don't know what they were planning to do with the child actor. I guess is autistic and for some reason it has superpowers, but it was really in the background and it was driving plots in this movie. And I don't know. Then um. Bianca's character, hmm. this character was shaking. I, at first, she was meant to be a shy girl. Then, I mean, that's why she was really shy um, in most of the video calls um, on in the fans alone websites. Then I bet then she was already like giving this a best character lap dance. She was already like bold and doing everything. After many encounters and then their relationship started and i was like what's going on here anyway it went to a bear licking his her fingers which was supposed to be sexy <laughs> sorry which was supposed to be sexy and i don't know everything was just going on in this movie so the relationship come it was too convenient then you are watching and i'm like okay let me try and appreciate the cuteness then you realize that she's the one initiating everything and then they wanted to do a character act with her okay so fine they have found the book where Ebe is drawing her and she comes and she's like how dare you you dirty minded people what she was saying I was angry <laughs> I was angry because she was the one initiating everything okay and she already met him many times. She's already giving him lap dance. She's already doing everything. So I did not understand what they were trying to do with that scene. It did not make sense. And even at this point, I I don't believe they've had sex. But I know Shay's character is is in now, and it's not like she even turned Shay's character down completely. So I didn't know what their aim with the whole "How dare you, you dirty-minded people." what they were trying to do with that scene but i found it funny and maybe it didn't work for me 
then I'm in minutes of experience. Okay. Okay. I have what? You have three minutes left. Uh, just give me 12 minutes there. <laughs> Then okay, so after all this, I think they broke up and they were fighting for love, or they were no longer talking, or they were down. I didn't even know what was happening there. I was just like, people should get out. I didn't connect with your romance. I didn't connect with the old fights back of out there, you dirty back, you dirty people. So I don't know why I'm going to connect with this whole heartbreak, not talking to each other scene and everything. Then we have Larry's character act. I mean. First of all, I never understand why he had to steal the help or report because it was supposed to be, is it financial? I mean, what was it supposed to be? I don't know. But it was supposed to be um someone that was like interested in the app. Okay, yeah, he stole the app. He was jealous. Okay. What was the rape scene for? Who is Larry? How did he know who she was? Okay, so is he also a user in France alone? How? I, I don't know. I really do not know what that rape scene was for. I really do not know what that rape scene did. Then we have Shay's character, Abib, and throughout the movie, I kept asking, where is this guy coming from? Where is this guy? What is he doing here? Not just when they introduced him in the dinner scene, but even after Abel saved her, and she was like, were you watching? Leave. And I was like, what is going on with these people? And then um, this Abib character was there. And I was like, where is Abib coming from too? Did they also watch her? Because I don't remember seeing them call him. So why is he not also leaving? Then we also see him wanting to continue the marriage after the whole exposure, no pushback, nothing, nothing. I mean, everything just like worked fine i don't even know what they were doing with the characters in this movie i don't know then before i go and come back again let me talk about the way this scene so the way this thing confused me and um this is because i didn't know who bianca was i knew okay maybe abib is a muslim name so i didn't even know where um why they had to choose to go why they had to do a Muslim wedding. And I also did not know where all the other people came from. Who were there? Were there family members? Were there friends? Like, what was going on? Okay, I'll be back to continue. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks, Cynthia. Uh, all right. Um, Anika, please uh, tell us some of the things you um, didn't like about this. Uh, your six minutes starts now. Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Can can you hear me now? Sorry, I thought I yes. was on. Um, yeah. So there are many angles I can use to criticize this thing. Um, my feminist self is coming out, but I will leave that on the side because a lot of women have already brought this down. I'm just going to say the issue with this movie. There's a lot of things that's wrong with this movie, but I also think there's an issue with this studio. I think they need to stop watching too many American movies. They really need to stop watching that. Because as much as like this movie has a lot of issues and even like from the very beginning, the story writing, the nonsense, you could see that this movie, and I've seen it in this studio before, is proud of the fact that it can do some some like 
cinema language that is really connected to more to like American ways of doing movies. Like you, for instance, as much as I brought up that that's in in isolation, that cartoon thing, good, whatever. But when you brought it in the pretty within the mood. Within the coalition of the movie, it's within the movie. It makes no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense whatsoever. You spent a lot of money doing fancy shit, which I get it, but your basics is not even making any sense. Even if if the primary people that are going to watch this movie are Nigerians, right? What is this movie? Even for American, if if you're going to pick a lot of American shit to put in this movie. You didn't even work on the story of the movie. You didn't. You want to show that you can do um your um the a copy of OnlyFans. Okay, that's very nice. You put a lot of money into making a, a copy of OnlyFans. All right. You want to show that you can show you can show sexy scene like an American movie and like American and music video. That's very nice. I'm very glad you can do that. It's awesome, okay. But what is the story? What is the story? Like connect story to story. You want to do um scary? You want to do um sexual rom com non thing? Okay. Okay, cool. You're doing this um beating people dancing um on music on 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 internet and then connect it to some random um motherless children home and you even talk they were even like the reason why the motherless children home knows has to has to go is like that the, the area is being commercialized they said commercialized like the way they even experience commercialized oh so are they increasing your rent oh no 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 yes but they will also prefer that we buy the whole place and we have to buy by monday by the way the timing of this movie is confusing because if this is all about like getting money for the for the motherless baby home something you, the way you told us it was like indicated like by the end of this week and then the movie goes on to do a, goes on to pretend like it's built relationship like a couple of months of building a relationship by the way they didn't build a relationship i don't get why he likes her i don't get why you like actually i get why he likes her sexual <laughs> i get the sexual liking of it but this is a rom-com it's it felt like it's a rom-com that a man will write because men do write for rom-coms they do it they don't and you you know you know you know men rom com when you know it because oftentimes it's just even men rom com the woman is always a very hot woman who likes men shit and lets men do whatever the fuck they want to do. <laughs> even in this, it doesn't work. It doesn't work because the man is not. She doesn't allow the man to do whatever the fuck he, he wants to do. It's not. It's, 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 it's she doesn't necessarily like men. <laughs> stuff and it's just it's it doesn't work it's it, this movie is just there to show and this studio has done it so many times it's just there to show oh look we can copy americans and i'm just like okay what is going on here i slept i slept and i woke up and i felt bad and i didn't go back to go watch what i missed but like 
this movie is that boring. I don't sleep in movies. So, like, I have watched boring-ass movies before, and I don't sleep. And the only time I remember me sleeping was that I was sick, and it was the tree of life. And that was it. Other than that, this movie was that bad. It was just that boring that it wasn't even... It didn't even get... It didn't get me upset that much because it was so unimaginative. I don't want to say so unimaginative because there were many imaginative parts, I guess, in it. But it was it was dull. It was dull. You could clearly see what they were trying to do. And it was so dull. They missed the mark as a rom-com. Like, you need to go back and learn um, rom-com basics. In fact, go back to Nigerian movies and learn rom-com basic. I'm glad that you can do some of the things the American movies does. But, like, try to do things that most of the time functionally helps the story that you're telling. I mean, once in a while, you can do things that don't make, help your story. But make sure that most of it helps your story. So that we can let go of the stupidness that you do that don't help your story. It, you, All right. I'm so, sorry. That's, um, that's, that's, that's my it's, it's, it's trying. This studio tries so hard. So hard. With, with their technicalities and their stuff. And trying to show that, oh, we can do this. In, um, and it's like, and it doesn't, they don't, most of the time I see that it doesn't, functionally of their story that the story that they want to tell and it feels like they they build a house of cards it's a very beautiful house of cards but when the wind comes however small the wind is it doesn't have to be an heavy wind it can easily blow it down you have no foundation that's my conclusion thank you thank you all right um no uh there's um Thanks for, uh, I can't remember the point I was going to jump on that, but um, Mr. C, you can go ahead and say some of the stuff you didn't like. I know you have to jump some. Okay. Um, so, yes, this one really only cared about the sets, right? And that was evident from the marketing, the tagline, come online, all of that stuff. Consistently, consistently only cared about the sets. I'm I'm done with the sex. Sex is cool, right? You're done with the sex. <laughs> Somebody write that quote. Somebody write that quote. Get a t-shirt. I'm down really with the sex. sex. Let's see. Right. Yeah. But it's so we we pulled this up on Prime. It says romantic comedy, mm. right? So this is supposed to be a rom com, right? Mm. This is what they're saying it is. It's supposed to be a rom com. Um, and there's that, you know, the second sequence, which is more of an opening sequence where they're doing the side by side, getting ready. Mm. I'm like, okay, this is like, you know, building up to be a romantic comedy. Uh, and you know, I should have known better. Um, but because they were so focused on the sex and like I said, in my goods, I think there was a story there, right? I think there was a story there, which would have been a nice, you know, rom-com, right? I think there was a story there. Boy meets girl online. Um, then she turns out to be his neighbor, and then they fall in love, and it's all wacky and weird. But it's funny, it's cute, it's romantic. But it got absolutely derailed. So a few things, because there was so much emphasis or so much attention being paid to the sex, I, I don't think Kira's put into a few other things, like the people's characterizations, right? Um, nerdy tech bro. Okay, he wears glasses and he tripped on some things that were in front of him. He's a nerd, socially awkward nerd. 
Why? Right? Jalan fighting, she trips moments later. Exactly. But she's not a socially awkward nerd. And it's like, and it feels like, okay, we've made him or we've decided he's this character so that it makes him less gross. It makes him not gross for going online, right? Because he's so socially awkward, he's not a gross person for going online to pay for, you know, sex. It's just like, why do we need that caveat? Why can't he just be a guy who does that, right? Like you said, not as progressive as you think you are. But okay, cool. Um, his tech company. We have that whole thing at the beginning where, oh, it's only on iOS. Like, who tells? So they say they do blue chip in blue chip companies, which means that they said I should stop looking at that thing. But it's bugging me. I'm like, how do you tell blue chip investors we are for sure never making an Android version of this? Like, never. It, it has to be iOS alone. Makes no sense, right? But I'm going to move past that because who cares about technical jargon? It's not man for the job. Um, then her characterization. Um, we see that she just moves on to premium, right? Um, but she's supposed to be this, you know, confident sex worker. You know, she does her thing. And it's... She moves to premium. She's doing her thing already. It's when the orphanage needs help that she decides to move to premium, right? Um, because I thought, you know, that orphanage doesn't look like it pays shit, right? So, of course, you need to supplement your income somehow, right? I don't imagine she has daddy and mommy's money to live off. So, she does that. Cool. Um, and then the first guy goes, show me your breath. And it's, um, uh, um, um. And it's just, you've shown me that this girl has been doing, right, fans alone for a bit. She's not new to this job. Sure, it's the first time someone is going, show me your breath. Maybe, right? But this is not the first time a client would have come out of the... It's just, it's just, there's nothing here that tells me this person has been doing this job before today, right? She looks like she just logged in today. But I guess we have to throw those in to have him come in and be like, you know, white knight, don't want to see your breasts. <laughs> and back to him, why is he masturbating with peers? <laughs> he is a tech bro, he can afford lube. Okay. Right? It's just, if you're spending so much time, so much on the film being a sex film, right? If you're spending so much time and effort on the sex, make some of the sexual things make more sense, right? Because it's not 2002, right? You can walk into a bunch of places in Nigeria and buy lube, not peers. Just no. Just know he pays for fans alone. He will invest in some dude. <laughs> but, but okay, moving on. Um, the boyfriend comes in. The sexual assault, of course, we've thrown in sexual assault again. I'm not going to dwell on that. But like, why? Why Larry? What happened? Why? Why Larry? Did he show up at? Is it that day he saw her at the house and was like, you know what? He looks like a good candidate for some rapes. And he comes back. I don't understand it. I don't get it. No setup. It just happens, right? It's, we spend little time developing these characters. We spend so much time on the sex. So everything else, right, is just thrown in there. It's not built. It's not developed, and it feels a little empty or a lot empty. Um, and then I'm just going to rush through to the end because, oh, yeah, there was that scene where they're talking, they're talking, and she says a thing that upsets him, I guess, and she doesn't mean to, and then he goes, fucking strip, that's what I'm paying you for. And I thought maybe I missed something and she's not speaking to our love interest person because mm -hmm. then she nervously goes, okay, and starts taking off, and it was icky. It's mm -hmm. so icky, and this is, our, this, this, this is our end game couple. 
mm. right? He's he's the good guy, mm. right? And I'm not saying people can't, you know, say things when they're upset, but the choice of that, right? Like, fucking strip, is that not what I'm paying you for? And, you know, we just brush past that and move back to their romance. It's just the choice of comeuppance for the, for the rapist, weak, very, very weak choice of comeuppance. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with him just getting away with it because that's Nigeria, mm. right? But to decide to give him a comeuppance and the comeuppance is him getting fired, mm. but our non-rapist lead is still fired. Mm. So you and a rapist have the same consequence. Like, okay, cool. Um, and then we get to the end and we have her billionaire boyfriend who came out of nowhere we don't really understand that relationship or what's going on there. I know that rom-coms will typically have another partner who we decide is not good enough or he's perfect, but I just don't love him, right? Great. But like, we don't see anything about him. We don't see enough about him to show us he's perfect, I don't love him, or nah, he's not good, or nothing to show her interested in him. Every time she's with him, she's uncomfortable. She's just uncomfortable. It's like, that would be the, the, romance, the side interest of, someone whose family is forcing the marriage or you're forcing a relationship for some reason. But we never see anything being forced, but she's uncomfortable throughout. And then they show them having sex and she's staring into space and it looks almost rapey. And it's just uncomfortable throughout. And then the tape leaks and she's suddenly marrying the billionaire son of a Muslim family. And it's just how. In Nigeria how that tape leaks someone has shown it to your in-laws that marriage is not happening because we had all of the families there big wedding with your sex tape that leaked two days ago mm. from a billionaire family in nigeria get real whatever and then it comes in and then he shouts and she runs out no big declaration <laughs> no big declaration he just gets his ass beat and they're making out in the rain no <laughs> no reconciliation nothing and let me not start on that rain <laughs> just no to that rain Which one, the, CGI or the practical one if you don't get that <laughs> just no to the rain i'm sorry like i i think if if rain is your thing and you want to keep having rain i think that's fine and obviously i think kissing in the rain is it yeah kissing in the rain exactly i think kissing in the rain is is quite a rom-com um, trope that is i don't hate that i think it's perfectly fine i and i forgive a lot of things in the name of rom-coms by the way um, so, because we're recently watching rom-coms, they're unhinged. Romantic comedy leads are unhinged. Um, it's just that they come out and then it's just it's like he could have come in wet, could have dragged him back out, they're beating him in the rain, she runs to him in the rain. That works, that's cool, that's cute. And it's just, it's just no. Um, but I say this and I, I, I still think it's relatively possible. I forgive a lot for rom-coms in quotes so yeah so that's your summary as well. yeah my summary is it's, it's mostly possible i think relatively all right okay so, thanks mrs c she has to run off in a bit that's why i give her a little bit all right i see we're definitely doing second rounds don't worry i have not forgotten um uh let me should, should I do my part, or do you guys want to do your sakurage? Can I say my part, or should I just give you guys? I haven't around? said my part, Mister Z. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were. Sorry, you were cut off. Uh, Mel, go on. Okay, so I've seen that my biggest grounds with it, even though it had um, different elements that I disliked, that my biggest 
issue with it was that it came across as having an identity crisis. Um, there's too many parts of it that feel like they belong to something else. Um, it's it's it um, portrays itself as a romantic comedy, but I didn't get romance and I didn't get comedy from it. Um, there were parts of it that were just plain out dramatic. Um, just the heaviness of the assault as well, the gamification and playfulness of the coins and the and the and the fans only the the way that it works. Um, there's just different aspects of it. I feel like they belong to different films and sometimes even different genres. Um, and so it just felt like it it's it had an identity crisis. And usually, and usually, in, uh, and which was interesting to see because usually in a Nollywood film, you would think that what I usually experience is that it's not sure what it wants to say, but this was not a what it wants to say problem. This was just a what is it, and it's not sure what it is problem. Um, so that's my that's my bad. All right, thanks, Mel. Um, all right, let me say a couple of mine. I think I'm going to be relatively quick because a lot of people want to say a lot of things. All right. Uh, <laughs> my bad. Um, editing. Um, it's funny. When I was watching this with Mrs. C, I was like, I know it's, and I, this woman looks like such a sweet person because I've done, <laughs> I did the Nolly data for this and I, I have to upload her picture every time. But I'm noticing how, like, her, how bad editing is something that I'm noticing now. It's almost like a signature. I keep on hearing the popping sounds in the middle of cuts. And it's it's very, it's not once, not twice. It, it's a lot. Like, center, you can tell when sentences are being cut in the middle of what they're saying. And they're still not using crossfade. I don't know why. Please, Victoria, so anybody can get word to you. Please use some crossfade. Yeah, whilst you're doing your editing. The sound is kind of bad. Um, I, I forgive boom mics in shots and reflections and all of that because we have bigger fish to fry. But I don't know about lapel mics protruding through people's clothes. It's becoming a bit more common these days. So I, is that something I'm supposed to close my eyes about these days now? I don't know. Um, I feel like that's a relatively easy fix because... Even if you want to use a lapel mic, and even if for some reason you know the costume isn't um, the you know, the costume is not um, working with it, maybe camera angles where you're not backing the mic or, or like where the pack isn't going to be showing. I think it should be relatively e straightforward to do. Maybe not easy, but maybe something we need to look at a bit more. Um, so the lighting, uh, I think someone had mentioned, like it's the the very that it was intense. Uh, yes, uh, it feels like the lighting feels like it belongs in a, an erotic eighteen movie. Like it reminds me of I don't know if anyone ever saw this movie called Love. It has actual real sex in it. Um, it reminds me closer to that um, and. There's a reason why love is shot with very intense primary colors and all of that. Uh, it's not a rom-com at all. It's a little dark and it's very much, very much sexual. Um, and, and, but like, even in that, it knows where to use those kind of like bright light, lighting. Like it has this, <laughs> I'm not going to call it what I called it whilst we're watching, but these sexy lightings are almost 
prevalent. These primary colors are everywhere. It's in his room. It's kind of in her room. It's in the office. It's in the orphanage. It's just like, yo, restraint um, on, on those colors. Right? I, I know like there's slight variations of this. Like I know hers is a bit more pinkish and his was more bluish. But in the office, there's blue. Uh, there's, you know, anyway, but like I think we could have done with restraints on a lot of the, the lighting colors. Um, um, there's some camera movement that are very questionable. Um, and it is what it is. Sometimes uh, there's one scene where the, the guys are talking. It's a casual ch chat, but the the it's just zooming in and out. And I'm like, on a wide shot, just a wide shot of everybody speaking. And it's just zooming in slowly and then zooms out. I'm like, what what is going on here? Um, eh, what else do I have here? The dialogue's kind of cringy in a lot of places. All right, the tattoo thing. <laughs> All right. Tattoo, right? That's, that's very FA has a lot of tattoos, and it's a thing I wish. Um, it's difficult to shoot round, and it's you know, but like when it's so, uh, you have one that's quite prevalent, like the one on her stomach. Uh, for somebody who seems like it was a fan, it seems like um, um, what's his name, Timini's character. What's his name in the show? I can't remember. It seems like he was a fan of of Bianca. It seemed like he was watching her a lot. Um, you would think that that tattoo would be very noticeable because, like, uh, during the lap dance that she gives him, the tattoo is very much visible. And I was thinking, hey, haven't you seen that tattoo before? I know, like, he's recognizing, like, dance moves and stuff. I was like, yep, yep, I've got my hands up. Like, yep, if you look at the tattoo, you're, you know, it's it's all there. It's like that Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> That Leonardo DiCaprio gif where I'm like, yo, the tattoo, it's, it's there's the same person. You, you can tell. Um, but anyway, uh, there's that. Um, what else do I have on the list? Um, there's fog in Timonis' room for whatever reason. Um, I guess that's a new thing we have where we use it for atmosphere. But yeah, uh, there's a couple of them. Let's go second round. <laughs> Let's go second round of these things. All right. So please, if you want to do second rounds, please have your hands up and uh, we'll go from there. Let's start with Vanessa. Uh -huh. Okay. So I was flustered the first time. This time I'm not flustered anymore. I just want to say music is important in world building, in scene setting. Honestly, Sound and smells are a huge, like, memory marker for me, personally. Like, I associate music with a lot of memories. And especially when it comes to films. I, especially when music is done really well to enhance the emotion of a, of a specific scene. I remember the song more than I remember the scene. And the music in this was horrible. Nothing about the music in this film was sexy. And there's sexy ass music by Nigerian artists. I'm not good. I don't know if it's Asta or Zikoko that did a whole playlist of Nigerian songs that you can get nasty to. There is music. Teiwa does not exist for nothing. Teiwa's equestrian love does not exist for nothing. That song, hmm, that song. 
No, I'm actually upset because I could have forgiven a lot of things in this film if the music actually carried. Like I could have said, ah, well, they are cringe, oh, but um, the music was great. But the music in this was horrible. And Mr. C stole my lube point as well. Because literally, when he was setting up his little masturbation station, um, and then I saw, <laughs> don't laugh, that's what it was. And then I saw a purple cover. I was like, okay, maybe lube. Only for me to see Pierre's baby oil. Of all the things on earth, baby oil? Baby oil? Not even, not even, I would, I would rather we would be having the argument of, ah, silicone-based or water-based lube. No, it's baby oil. It's like, you, you, they were so in, intentional, and this is me putting it in quotes, but they were so focused on the sex of it, that the mechanics of the sex, the things that are important, they still got wrong. So how am I supposed to buy this your sex bit? And I'm sorry, everybody's saying we're going to glide over the sexual assault because we've said it multiple times. But me, I will still say it again because this is a horse that we need to beat. I am sick. We've said it multiple times. If you are not going to treat sexual assault with the sensitivity and care that it deserves, don't do it. Don't do it. Because why was it, what was it, why was it necessary to move the plot along? How was Lanre involved in this? Because I don't think he ever told Lanre and Chiboy that um, Bianca was Caramel Slide. I mean, did, did I miss something? Was there a scene where he told his friends that that's who, did he reveal her identity to his friends? Because I don't um, think he did. I didn't, I didn't see it. Uh, exactly. So, yeah. so from whence to whence, did Lanry get involved in this? I can I can even excuse the stealing of tech because apparently that studio loves someone stealing somebody's tech. They've done it in another film. It's apparently a thing they enjoy doing. That's cool. Good for them. Whatever they choose to do with their tech jargons that never seem to make any sense. All grease to their elbow. But in what in what world is a sexual assault scene a plot device? It did nothing for it. And why? Why? And then the comeuppance is someone standing in a parking lot. The apology that he came to get. Sir, are you the one who wants the apology? Why is an apology supposed to make things right? And, and let's even start from there. You have to apologize. To whom? Are you the one that they assaulted? No. Why is an apology the solution? Who wrote, who wrote this? I know we always say let's speak about the film and not the people. But like, I'm trying to understand the reasoning behind it all. Like a group of people sat down and said, yeah, this is great. Gave themselves pat on the backs. Come online marketing. They've done it all. And Sanize, I'm sorry, I love Sanize. He's a beautiful man. I, what what was this? What was this performance? So by the way, please. I know countries had pick better roles. I don't know. <laughs> all right, thanks. Thanks, Vanessa. Uh, all right, Cynthia, do you want to uh, say something else? That yeah. yes, thank you. <laughs> 
Okay, so thank you. Yeah, so um, I've educated this this two minutes <laughs> to until. So um, yeah, it's about the frame. So until always do these things where they try to like advertise what they can do in a movie, which is not bad. It's good, but um, it will make sense or it will be better if it's like. It, it fits the scene and it works and we tend to appreciate that oh this studio can do these things so let's start with the animation scene with Timini now I have seen I think Timini was confused because we were finding out who Bianca was the animation is beautiful we know you can do animation but does it work for this scene no it does not work for this scene we also had um, the tech jargon so Honestly, this thing used to confuse me <laughs> with the movies from this studio. Because I feel like um, if there's any studio that should like know the difference between front-end and back-end engineer and so many things, graphic designer, UI, US, I would have expected this studio to know because they want to go into 3D animation. But, well, this is me putting too much expectation. So the tech jargons that always come up from this studio, it still surprises me. Then this studio also has this thing of putting a Gen Z poster that we don't need. What was that poster in the office, um, in um, Abel and his friend's office that said, I don't need therapy, I just need my video game? I was angry. I was angry. Then let's talk about the rain. So... This should be the third movie I'm watching that's fully until this year. We had Prophetess, they had the rain. I complained because in Prophetess, it felt like this rain was just pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring and it was leading to nowhere. In Man for the Job, we had the rain. I did not complain. Why? Because in the Man for the Job, we needed the rain. I think they put the rain during the car accident scene. So we could be like, oh, maybe this rain obscured um, his view and he's having car accident. Also, the rain also helped to set some mood in this in the Man for the Job. So I did not complain. But you see this movie. Ah! <laughs> this is the movie that made me call it Bollywood CGI rain. Okay? So... <laughs> When the, uh, oh my god, when they ran out and the rain just started pouring, I was like, Why are you taking me back to putting rain the way you did in Prophetess? Okay, that like the rain was just pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring, and it had nothing. We know you can do rain, and for the and during the month for the job, I gave you accolade because the rain fits the thing. I wish you can follow. I wish you can follow it like this. Okay, so we tend to appreciate um, the things you can do. Then we have the coloring. So as I said, this is the coloring and the lighting of this movie that took me out. Now, in The Man for the Job, it's not like The Man for the Job is a great movie, but for some reason, it's my reference point. In The Man for the Job, they did... Um, a lot of apps that I can't even remember the name. And I didn't have the pro and I didn't have problem with the UI US design. Okay, so for this movie that they will mention UI US design in this film, they need to be flock. There's something about that fan alone app. The pink color kept took me out. Okay, like it was too pink that I felt that I did not care about my UI US experience. It was too pink. I know they put too much work on it, but what they did for the man for the job, huh? well, my reference movie, what they did for the man for the job, where they created apps and everything, it felt like, 
it was more appealing to see, okay? And I could appreciate their hard work. But that fact alone hap was too pink. Even their test messages or WhatsApp messages that kept popping up on the screen, I felt like this color riot is too much in this movie. You're not making me appreciate the work you put into. I think the only time I appreciated something was the gossip block that pop up with blue and white. You see why it's good to miss white with your shiny color with blue and white where they announced that bianca was still going to get ma was going to get married to a billionaire son so that color and everything was good but the other thing that they put all the effort from from the color of the fans alone app over the whatsapp messages the test messages everything was bad for my eyes it was bad for my eyes okay so um what else again <laughs> finally they always have representation okay so in the in prophetess, we saw epilepsy. And I had a problem with the epilepsy, and I said it here. In fact, I even had a problem that it was called epilepsy, but that's fine. I had a problem because of the seizure representation. Okay, I don't know how someone is having seizure and she's behaving like a 12 that they just sort on top. But anyway, <laughs> I had a problem with the seizure, and she was the lead character. In the mouth of the job, they had sickle cell um anemic um patient, the the child. I didn't stress on it because it didn't drive any, it didn't really like drive any plot. And it's something that was done subtly. And I don't know, it was not a big thing. Now, this movie, I think the child was supposed to be autistic. The only reason why I don't, I didn't have a problem with the representation per se because. Um, autism is a spectrum disease, so there's low and there's high, and it's fine that he's on the low level. My only problem with this child was because it it was meant to drive two plots, and it was still somehow in the background. Why a lot of people that if you remove them from the movie, you will not feel anything. They were somehow giving a lot of space. I just wish they did more with the guy's character because it drove the plot, the first chaos of the art, of um, them finding out the art book with Bianca. It knew who Bianca was by calling her caramel, which does not make sense because none of the drawings in the movie look like Bianca. So I just wish they did something better with his character. So this is not me fighting them for the representation. I just I just wish they did something better with the character. And yeah, that's it with my six minutes. Like I like that the studio can do a lot of things. I only just wish they can put these things in scenes that it will fit so that we can appreciate their work. Because sometimes it feels like it's wasted effort. Sorry. All right. Thanks, Cynthia. All right, I think we'll have Inka next, but before that, I uh, just wanted to read some of the comments I've been coming through. Uh, Inka did say, we all drink the patriarchy juice, whether we are women, men, or non-binaries. Uh, Ricky says, the movie was horrible and could not complete the movie. Uh, Rich Me said, the movie spent so much time. <laughs> ah, this is a quote. Um, uh, Elizabeth said, the movie spent so much time majoring in minus. Ha-ha, emoji. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Richard said you have to love film club uh, even when they're tearing a movie a new um, part imagine the dedication to watch Nollywood movies week in week out even the movies you dislike I won't lie I couldn't watch this movie saw the trailer and said no Shagan says the zooming in and out is bad behavior they've picked up from Z World I did not watch Z World I cannot confirm or deny that but um, I did 
it was a strange choice, certainly, that I could understand. All right, uh, Anika, please go ahead. Okay, so um, I've already complained. Why do you scare me like that? I'm sorry, somebody came, somebody scared me. Um, I've already complained about like what I feel the studios sometimes do. Now let me just complain about like this the the low rate misogyny in this movie. It is written by a woman. But this shows that you don't need a woman or a man to write things for it to be something. You just need somebody that actually um, thinks, that is more critical about things. I don't want to say nobody thinks, but more critical about things and more intentional about what they are writing. And this movie, the thing that kind of pissed, it does, I'm going to, this movie did not piss me off. I was just, I was just like, whatever. It's, first of all, the girl, right? Everybody has already said she's obviously not a sex worker. Like, it's not, it's not even, it's, it's a very badly written something about sex work. You want to pretend to be, I don't know whether it's pretending to be progressive. I don't know why we're thinking about that. I don't think so. It's thinking, pretending to be progressive. It's, it's very like first even that rape scene. Let's even first of all talk about the rape scene. She didn't close that doors. Like, how did he get in? Why is he going to rape her live in front of people? Even the person that even gets the punishment at the end of this movie, at the end of this show, is her. Like it comes out that she first of all, how why how would they even know that she works in that school? Is she that popular enough to for that to be happening or what? It's just there's a lot. There's just a lot to be questioning about this. And the idea that in the end, even when the the man comes, the other man, the thing that probably got me too much was when he came in, knocked on the door. She's no longer there. She's moved out. The 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 the, the new one that is about to become the husband. And the guy walks up to another guy saying, respect the fact that she's mine. What? What is? And then he goes to another, like, oh, the person that raped, there's no, there's no evidence. You are the evidence. You are the witness. You are the evidence. And every other person there saw it evidence too. And again, they had to write it in a way to make sure, by the way, to make sure that the rapist um, does not show up on camera. So that they can have that ridiculous scene where it is all three men talking about her in such a disgusting manner. And even in the end, even the woman that is the leading, there's no good female character in this, in this something, right? And if the only good female characters that maybe get some sort are the ones that are not necessarily important, like Zainab, right? At first, I thought Zainab was probably judging the woman that was dancing in something. But Zainab went to, a to like a strip club with her friend. And Zainab was all okay with the dancing. I'm like, okay, Zainab is cool was Zenab, honestly. Even it, like the womb the, the, the one that is in charge of the of the orphanage, right? 
she's willing to accept the money but not willing to keep the woman not keeping not keep the um something there and she's going to say it's ungodly and that saying ungodly thing is to make her is to be is it's 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 it's, it's supposed to be the critical of like can you believe this old ways that they keep thinking that this thing is ungodly i guess in that way they are trying to be progressive but okay it's supposed to be judging that that older woman right and the boss in the in the something she's such a stupid boss like she makes no sense she's put in a beautiful dress it's like oh and everything it's the idea of the cold career woman thing Again, why I mention a lot of these movies, a lot of the archetypes and tropes from this movie, basically almost all of it, none of it seems to even come from Nollywood. All of it seems to be some, some like foreign something that is like, that is more, these tropes, like the glasses to the nod with the glasses and always being very, very something like, that's a very, very American thing. That that idea of like oh nods to the gases and uh, they can't talk to that comes from, from from Hollywood. That comes from Hollywood, and it's like it, it, and the woman, the cold um, Korea woman who's always in very tailored dress and high heels also makes no sense as a lead. Like she can be an asshole. Like all bosses can be asshole. Can be mean. All bosses can be but she's not a boss that is a thing because she's a boss she's just written to be stupid she has an app and she thinks she, she, she shouldn't do an android version of it and then she, in, in, in 2022 she's being classist with android doesn't she know that there are also expensive androids that are close to 1000 to like Samsung as Samsung started trying to be a cheaper version, but Samsung now has like like really actually expensive like phones that are comparable to to iPhone. Also, she's in the tech world. Samsung is the one that makes the iPhone glass screens. What are you talking about? You're in the tech world. You know this. And also, it's very you don't even have to be in the tech world. A good population of the world uses Android. Right. You know, it, it, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm saying like, even if we forget, even if we leave out the main character and the misogyny that is, is really calling it, all other female characters are not written well. They're not, they're written, it's, it's, it's really, really terrible. Even, 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 even the male characters are not written well. Because the guy that goes all of a sudden rapist, oh, rapist out of, out of, no, out of nowhere. Like, it's not even, nobody's treated like a human being here. And I get it, it's a story, it's a movie. Nobody ever, there's never full humanity in a movie. But still, and the trope, it's just, it's also, it's so weird. It's so weird to go from a, from the movie that we watched last, last something that was so, so wonderful. And to this, that it's just, it's just, what are you doing? Yeah, sorry. I apologize on behalf of the audience. I voted for this. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, I rewatch. I watched after that movie, and that is also a Nigerian movie, and it's also not as good as like the movie that we watched before. But I had to check whether it's me that has been too crazy. That movie I actually quite enjoy, even though it had some stupid nonsense that happened. But like that movie made, you know, 
it wasn't it, it made sense it made more sense than this one this one is just it was it was it was out of no good again okay. i'm not pissed off sorry i'll we'll come back in here just in case uh all right mel uh, please go on um okay so the little addendum that i wanted to make is concerning um i'm not sure how to put it into words yet i haven't spent time thinking about it but um just the 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 off, I guess, Bianca, um, Otas already referenced this, where where she's she's this um super churchy, dressed churchily to go to work, um. So she's more conservative in that sense. She's barefaced. She doesn't wear a wig to work, um. But then she's also this very, I guess, this very nasty girl behind the scenes, um, when the lights go down. Um, and it's just, there's just, and I know we've talked a lot about it being coming across as wanting to appear non judgmental of, uh, but then also just having surgery get the better of, of, of us, I guess. Um, but I think there's something to be said about the Madonna horror complex. Um, because it, it, I think it comes through there. Um, this girl is super great because she can be nasty in the sheets and can be, I guess, feisty in the streets. I don't know, but, but that's that's what that's part of what makes her such a great, um, a great person because she's really good in bed, but she's also like this covered up pure-hearted because it's so weird that she's spending time with Timini's character when she has a fiancé. Her fiancé shows up one hour into the movie but the, the movie, the film never spends never, has time to judge other things but does not ever judge that she's starting to have feelings for somebody else when she has a fiancé and she doesn't have the decency to let her fiancé go. Anyway, I just thought that there's something there um, concerning the Madonna, Madonna horror complex. Um, not, it, it's not fully formed, but it might be something there. All right. Thanks, Mel. Uh, we'll consider this. Uh, I'll bring on Elizabeth on in a, mid, in a minute to talk about this. Uh, just wanted to, there's just a couple of things that crossed my mind that I didn't talk about. Um, the laptop, I don't know if someone mentioned it, but the laptop, I, I, that thing where there's a power cut, she's using a laptop. I don't know whether her laptop is bad, that it just turns off immediately. Um, maybe it's Wi-Fi. Uh, I guess it's Wi-Fi, but she came over to his room and then charged her laptop uh, for like a minute, just enough for her to take a selfie in the back. It's like, I didn't understand why that happened the way it happened. Like, I think Vanessa said that that was, you know, it was a weird meet cute, which for me, I guess I can even, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't understand that, you know, what particularly they were going for at that point. Uh, like, I, I, yeah, is it just Wi-Fi? She didn't. I don't recall her even asking for Wi-Fi password. Um, 
yeah, it just seemed like he needed good light to take a picture and send to his phone, to which, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how the app works, if, if that's supposed to be one of the things. She didn't open the app up to send him the picture, but that felt a bit weird. But if somebody saw something that I didn't see in there, please um, point that out to me. Um, and also, what else did I want to talk about? The... Um okay, yeah, yeah, just I guess that that that's one of the ones I left off my note. Uh Elizabeth, please go on. Um, okay, first thing, because I actually campaigned to <laughs> for people to vote for hey you. <laughs> this is bias remorse. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Probably should have picked something else. Uh, everybody point um, your hatred at now. She has confessed <laughs> it. <laughs> But but seriously, so what I what I want to talk about because um when I was talking at first, the way I got the points I wanted to point out, point out, but I think I'll just focus on storytelling and the characterization and why this movie doesn't work because like when you mentioned, the archetypes and a lot of the tropes are borrowed from Oibo Oibo movies. So first you have the F word. That's something you know drawing, seeing your feelings on the wall. Again, this movie does something. It's that it sets up nothing. This movie sets up nothing. It's like Nigerian movies where random jazz just rears its head. Like there is nothing that sets it up. You just, you just sprinkle it like salad. You just find it in the middle and you're like, okay, fine. That's part of the movie. Let's go. So this movie had just that scene where the animation comes to life. And then that was where you realized it was in love with this person. It didn't work for me again in, because it's not in isolation. It didn't work because we've not seen him process his feelings at any point like that, right? He's shy, so it makes sense that he will probably process his feelings through his drawing. That's good um, characterization. But how many times did it, has it happened before that scene? None, zero. How many times did it happen after that scene? None, zero. So you, when you do, so here is the thing, like when you want to, when you're making a movie and you have these fantastic or fancy ideas from bird from like other movies, like you saw it somewhere like, oh, that looks nice. And then you put it into your story without, and then you work your story around it instead of putting it as a characterization of writing it into the story. This is what you get. You have things just popping up with lack of setup. That's one too. Land race character. It came out of nowhere. Nobody saw that coming. Why would Larry do that? What did it do? Nothing. Why? Because that scene was basically from Pretty Woman. That scene was from Pretty Woman. Why would you take a scene in isolation from an entire story written? So you didn't write motivations in. You didn't set that in. You didn't foreshadow anything. You just brought in some guy in hoodie. Next thing he's strangling. Next thing it's his friend. And he does nothing when he saw that. He's just fixed. He's just scared. He's just <gasps> Larry. And that was it. And then he goes, oh, won't betide me. My friend did this to me. How, why was she? Now, why? Yes, thank you. Ask why? And it's not just that one friend. It was always. It was both of his friends. They're just assholes for no reason. These are the people that I was supposed to start a business with, yada, 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 one some minutes ago, and then it was the And then the other blah, blah, blah friend goes, oh, it was Larry that did it. Why, did we, why would he do that? And then, no reason. We're just using we're just using dialogue to push motivation. We're just revealing motivations through dialogue. Even It was not even motivation. We're just revealing things, just doing an audience 
reveal that shouldn't even be an audience reveal it makes no sense just popping this is like basic storytelling 101 that we failed here in this story and then we've already talked about the lack of comeuppance it just it's just weird and then so you have in you have a your story lacks coherence like when you don't set things up and things just pop out that's not good storytelling and another thing the first thing about romance is you want people to be able to connect visually. So congratulations on the fancy colors, on the costumes. But for God's sake, it was too dark. It's not, like Mr. C said, it's not erotic enough for, for, for that. I shouldn't be straining my eyes. The, the colors do nothing. They are in his room. They are getting down. You know, before they even go down, like they are looking at each other, smiling. I'm really not liking it because the, the, the lighting is annoying me. And we set up the we didn't even set up the romance so well. When how did what, what was the process of falling in love? How did it happen? It was just cut to one scene, cut to another scene, cut to next scene. It, storytelling here, zero. It was just nice things. And then let's talk about the boss's arc. <laughs> what was that? What was that? What was the boss arc? What she was just a shitty person, and then discovered that somebody on your fire. Then that was when she was in the car. And, what was that scene? What was our art? What does this movie even need that? Did, did the movie need that at any point? Was it necessary? So these are the little, little things that they're not even little, they're major because we're talking, talking storytelling here. So you might as well see, you might as well shoot this movie in a house. Do no production design around sets. Don't even give this person, don't design an app. Don't do any of these things. Don't do any of these things, please. And just write a story that has heart. People are on YouTube every day watching my Gatesman is sleeping my ass girl. They are watching it because they feel like there's a story there. But you spend all your money designing things and then the story falls flat in the face because well, you've seen these archetypes that you've borrowed all over the place. We don't know who your character is. It's just shy. Does she not want to do this? Does she want to do this? Is this is this um sexual liberation shit? Is it not sexual liberation? Is a uh, this boyfriend that appeared after an hour? Is he a bad guy? Is he the good guy? Or is he narcissistic? Is oh she goes oh you're a good guy. So where exactly is he? Who is he? Who are your characters? Like when you were writing them, what what did you give them? Or did this story flow from point A to B? to see or you just took a and went all the way to g because this is what this movie feels like anyway that's it for me thank you all right thanks elizabeth um i, I just wanted to before i get to a summary i just want to ask the people who are on do um did i miss that or was uh uh timmy's i can't remember i don't remember names very well did you um was Timmy's character into um Bianca from the beginning, right? He's he's into he's been watching her OnlyFans for well, fans only for for a bit. Um right? That that that, that did happen and anybody <laughs> We're just as confused as you are. Yeah, uh, yeah. It because got, okay. it appears like the first time they met was when she came to our house. They didn't show anything. There wasn't any spark, even mm. if it's only on his side. Mm. 
There was yeah. nothing to say there's a reason why he likes Bianca. He likes Caramel Slide. That's established. But same as you, they never ever set up that he liked Bianca, the person. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe maybe it's just the meat kit and just because she's fine um, and maybe lives in her. I, I, I'm actually fine with him kind of liking uh, Bianca. Uh, that That's fine, you know. I saw that he was sort of, you know, taken by her when she, they bumped into each other outside. It's um, Caramel's slide that I'm, I want to find out, like, he had been, that Caramel's slide was his bib, right, that he used to log on to, to. Again, it's not, I don't understand how it works, whether, like, she's in a chat room where she talks to, it seems like people were taking, it was turn by turn, Um I can't remember whether this was just the. It wasn't. It wasn't that. Show, that part was expressible, but it just seemed like, uh, for whatever reason, Timmy liked caramel slide from the beginning. Am I getting that wrong? Because like that's the one part. Yeah, she used to put on shows for that way for everybody. It wasn't until after the thing that she started to do the private ones where people came turn by turn. Right, I and Timmy started always liked always liked her. Right, like I mean, I assumed the- so. Right. Okay. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I'm, 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 the, 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 the introduction scene, right? The thing that introduced us, right? That yeah. is avatar, and that's our dancing for his avatar. Right. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah. Dancing. All right. That makes sense. And I, yeah, I think there's also, yeah, I think there's also a scene with him and her at the beginning or something where it's supposed to be on the internet, but yes, you know, that kind of thing. I am just, I was just thinking about that tattoo because I'm not, you know, it's quite a, it's quite a, it's, quite, it's not a small tattoo, it's, uh, it's quite big um, and a very distinct place and whatever. I guess it's just part of the thing. All right. They could have used makeup to cover it, but they didn't. And you, you're right. It's kind of, it, this is what I was telling you about basic like production details. They didn't think about it. They were thinking about the bigger one mm-hmm. that, that don't make no sense. All right. Fair enough. All right, let's do our summaries. Um, uh, Atas, do you wanna you wanna lead us into? Um, yeah. So, I thought watching dinner with my ex would be the worst thing that happened to me this week, um, and I was wrong because then I watched this. It is so bad, and I wouldn't recommend it. And no, I wouldn't watch it again. All right. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth, what, what do you think about Hey You in general? So I thought that the story story was poorly set up. Lacked co- it was lacked coherence, lacked cohesion. It just had colors and congratulations for that. No, I will not be watching it. No, I will not be recommending it. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, I just just realized somebody tear for us and had dislikes. Um, before we go on with the summaries. Uh, oh God, they're eleven. They're quite quick. But all right. Both perform. Both performances went great. I'm guessing she means from the lead characters. Uh, the bus wasn't a necessary character. Uh, the introduction of Shay came out of nowhere. It was just a plot 
advice, why the random sexual assault, the writing left a lot to be desired, desired CGI rain. I would add practical rain on top of that. We haven't gotten that quite right yet. Uh, wedding scene wasn't well done. No stakes were raised. Use of music wasn't good and felt distracting. I agree. Uh, there's a point, again, that, there's that point where too many drops are, where I feel like that should have been com um, comedic. Uh, there's also the part where Bianca throws up after kissing Timini. The music both then don't know we're watching a rom-com. Anyway, I'm just expanding on TFR's points. Uh, those apps, I'm not sure, gave what they were supposed to, especially Fans Alone. I thought Fans Alone was all right, but all right. Uh, ten, the sex scenes were more cringe than sexy. Oh, all right. Okay. And eleven, there was no chemistry. Okay. Um, TFR summaries, I didn't enjoy it and I don't recommend. No surprise. All right. Um, who is, is the next one? I think. Uh, Vanessa, please give us your summary. Yeah, my summary is <clears throat> a film was made, um, it was put on streaming. Um, it's a whole ache. The film itself is an ache. Uh, I will not be watching again. I barely watched this. I successfully fast forwarded through much of it. Um, and I will not be recommending it to anybody, not even to my worst enemy. All right. Okay. Um, the Greer is trending. Uh, so maybe check that out. Maybe, maybe audience should have voted for that. Uh, I'm not castigating you guys, but I am, I guess. Um, we all know who to point Bless you. We all know who to point the finger at. Um, Mel, please give us your summary. Thank you. So my summary is, um, and this came to me when I was trying to think of my likes and dislikes for Film Club. Um, my summary is that, you know how you stand in an empty room and you shout, and then after your shout, there's an echo. Just that that's what this feels like. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a shadow of something that could have been good. Um, it just feels as empty as an echo. It's I don't know. That's that's what it feels like. It feels like an echo. That's my summary. All right, Mel, with the poetic put down, uh, Cynthia. Um, yeah, so I would say let's never do this coloring and lighting again in a movie because it took me out from the beginning of the movie. Um, in summary, I would say this movie, um, they kind of had a story. They had a story there, but it's so unfortunate that <clears throat> they cared more about the five-minute sex scene and they let everything fall apart. And I don't know. I... I can see the efforts they put in in creating Fancy Loan app, which was not fair to my eyes because it was too pink. And so many efforts in their CGI rain and all that thing. I just wish um, they can focus more on bringing up a good story. And when they put those efforts, we'll be able to appreciate their work. It's just unfortunate that I'm at this side where I'm like, nah, I'm not recommending this movie even with all the efforts and everything. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a movie I watch again, and it's not a movie I recommend. And I wish they focused on this story. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, thanks, Cynthia. Uh, Inka, do you want to give us uh, your summary? Uh, this movie is your typical movie that tries... You can clearly see effort in it, but like, how am I going to say? They are wearing somebody else's clothes and they don't even know how to feel or use that clothes very well. That's what the movie is like. And as I, I personally would not necessarily be recommending the movie. But again, people are free to watch what they want to watch. If you find something better, watch it. If you're cool, that's it. I've, I didn't enjoy the movie. I, I also didn't eat the movie, but I didn't enjoy the movie. So it's whatever. All right. Thanks, Ayanka. Uh, Fida, do you want to... Yeah, um, I also wanted to confess earlier that I'm also part of people that voted hey you, and I can bear the pain that comes with that because afterwards I was like, when I voted, I wouldn't lie, I slept off the first half. When I finished or didn't finish the movie and I skipped to the end, I was like, wow, look at what I voted for. Oh my God, you know, so please. So for me, this movie was a waste of time. It was, the storyline was not it. It wasn't tight. It was derogatory. It was violating. It was just nothing to actually say that, you recommend you think of as far as I'm concerned like I just want to forget that you existed I do like FA really and I wish that it was a thing that could really have been a good storyline especially considering the fact that it was directed and written by a woman it's just very disappointing you know so I wouldn't recommend this I would even say don't even bother looking it up thank you I I guess film club has finally broken you oh I picked the Nollywood film that broke you I would say um but thanks, Fida. Uh, Paraventure, uh, a little late. Uh, do you want to give us general <laughs> summary? Well, um, I'm usually one, I'm quite patient with most films, but I lost my patience early on in this film. <laughs> it was terrible. As I, I, can't echo, I can't echo enough for what everyone has said. Um, I, I think one of the earliest speakers said um, it could have been a, it, there, there was something promising or there was nothing promising. I think it goes back to the films of um, Joe Hester has, the guy that wrote Basic Instincts, Lever, that kind of sultry thing. Those films were bad as they are, uh, as it is. Well, Basic Instinct was all right. But Sliver was bad. And he wrote, um, what's the other one? One about, um, what, what's the one I'm thinking of? The one with Elizabeth. Anyway, he wrote a lot of bad films, but the thing that you could rely on those ones for was if you wanted a wank when you were a teenager, you could you could watch them. But this 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 was just terrible. You know, you don't do these kind of films if you can't go all the way, or with some boobs or whatever on show. You just don't do it. And I looked at the story. We wrote it. Three three guys um, actually came up with the story, and you could just imagine them saying, "Oh." Um, can you remember those films you used to watch when we were in the 90s uh, where this person was, you know, showing this and that? That would make a great film. No, it won't. Don't, don't, don't do it. It's terrible idea, terrible execution. And if, yeah, it's a terrible film, unfortunately. And, and it's, it's just to say, it's, it's, it's kind of reminds me of some of the issues I have with, um, What's this guy's name? The Inkblot crew. You could tell they're, they're good. They're, they're cinema guys. They, they like cinema. 
But at the same time, I think they have to start considering that, you know, it's Nollywood. You're Nigerian. You should, you should not just ape everything that you get. Speaking pidgin once in a while doesn't really give you a Nigerian flavor. The, it just reeks of you've watched a lot of Hollywood movies. You liked um, Kevin Spacey in, in one of the films, and that's why you go, who's the boss? But then for anyone who's watched anything as with you, I would rather just watch Kevin Spacey rather than watch um, Funky Akedele as a wicked boss. And I would rather watch Aaron Stone rather than, well, I'm, I mean, Efe is, she's cute, but she's just not, she just doesn't give you that sexy vibe. So yeah, it's a terrible film. And yeah, which is unfortunate. I usually have patience. And I'm looking at the box office, 30 something million. What's going on? <laughs> After the first week, it should have died. It should have been taken out of the cinema straight away. The fact that it went on for a few weeks, quite astounding. Anyway, cheers. All right, thanks, Paraventure. Uh, a couple of things to amend there. I think this was, I'm not sure if it's two guys. I know Ni is one of the story writers, but I think we wrote the screenplay. I don't know whether she's part of the story um, crew. But it might have been two guys on a bit. I can't remember the combination, but the Isha part of um uh she wrote the screenplay and I think she's part of the story as well. Um uh and I'm not sure if you meant Inkblood or Anne Hill. I love I used to confuse both of them a lot. Um but yeah, Inkblood is um Blood Covenant, uh, uh the perfect arrangement. Um a couple of other things, but I understand why one could confuse them. Um, they do sort of, sort of young people type thing. All right. Anyway, uh, that said, uh, my summary. Mrs. Uh, I guess I remind you of Mrs. C summary. She thought this was passable despite all of her issues with it. Um, her many issues with it. I think we've been watching a few rom coms recently, and a lot of the characters are unhinged. But like the things. <laughs> In uh, the '90s character, uh, like if you think about them in in um, in real life, what they're doing, but um, but there's so much in the good ones anyway. The the thing is that they give you so much feels that you forgive a lot of the unhingedness uh, and the crazy uh, the crazy acts that they go through. I guess with again, I think this is a it's kind of a bigger theme with films in general. It's easy to forgive a lot of mistakes or a lot of things here and there if you, if there, if people get something else, if there's an, a more overwhelming feeling of either romance or they're more laughs or whatever thrills. If you're trying to do action, like it's easier to forgive. And honestly, for Nollywood, it's one of the most forgiving audience we have. Um, but yeah, my summary was is. Um yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan <clears throat> of 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 the film. Uh I don't it doesn't annoy me as much, but I understand why it annoys a lot of people and I think people have put it um the people who have said it annoyed them have explained it perfectly. I just the, my main gripe with it is just like it just doesn't break it doesn't work very well as a story. 
um, I like the attempt more than I like the uh, the execution, essentially. And I did find another way to say I like the intentions, yes. Uh, but anyway, I think that's that for Hey You. Um, you can watch it on Prime uh, if you want. It's That's where it is. The Grey Arts is showing. A lot of people like that better. It's trending. Uh, I've got to watch that. I haven't seen that, but that looks like an epic that is doing pretty well. Um, so please go see that if if you have a spare some spare time. I'll put up what we are talking about next Sunday. We are coming very closely to um, our last uh, we'll do uh, last end of the year roundtable. Um, but yeah, until then, you can also review this movie on Nolly Data and the, the link is up there. And uh, But thank you everybody who spoke. Thanks um, all the people who listen. I appreciate you guys always. Um, and join us next Sunday when we discuss whatever we're discussing on Nollywood Film Club. Thanks guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you enjoyed listening and would like to join live, just follow us on Twitter at Iroko Critic and join us every Sunday, 6 p.m. West African time on our spaces.